All right, folks. Uh, we're going to do this episode a little differently because I'm a busy motherfucker. I'm eating my dinner here. I thought I'd jump off for waiver wire. Um, no frills, no music, no fancy bullshit. Let's get down to the uh, this bare necessities. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. But the brass tax. It's Tuesday, October 20th. And um, some people think it's a not exciting waiver wire. I actually like this week's waiver wire. So let's dive in. On tomorrow's episode, we will recap on the Monday Night Games. Um, they're very exciting. The uh, Dallas Cowboys suck. But what I wanted to mention in my standard league, my home league, I kind of consider that my main league. Because, you know, it's when I started playing fantasy football with. It's been around forever for me. I won by .01 points. It was crazy. I've never experienced this before. I was up by .2 points. It's, it's, it's standard, so it's not PPR. And I've never experienced this before, but... Um, at the end of the game, and you know, let's talk about Zeke. I guess we're going to talk about that tomorrow. But with the fumbling issues and whatnot, I thought I was going to lose. <clears throat> he got a couple points, but it was weird when he actually took got the ball and he lost a yard. At the end of the game, I was actually worried when I was up by two points and I lost a yard. He didn't get back to the line of scrimmage. I've never experienced this before in my life, and I don't know. Let me know if you guys have before, but I was literally screaming for Zeke to get off the field, even though in the red zone at the end of the game, I didn't want him to get the ball. And my buddy Cheese, the guy I was playing against, was literally cheering for Zeke to get the ball, even though I had him on my team. So it's a really kind of a cool, like, strange situation in fantasy. I didn't want my guy on the field because I was winning by point two points. And the, the, the guy I was playing against wanted Zeke on the field just in case he would fumble or go negative yards. Because he's having such a uh, shitty game. So I just thought I'd mention that. It was a crazy kind of new experience for me in the fantasy football um, scene. Uh, breaking news today. The Dolphins are making Tua Tagalova their starting quarterback after their bye week. Um, we all know Fitzpatrick played well. But I guess they came out saying this was the plan all along. If Fitzpatrick was playing shitty or well, they were always going to go for the switch after the bye week. I think it makes sense. I know a lot of Fitzpatrick owners are upset. Um, I don't think this is good for you know Preston Williams and Parker. Um, could be good for Gesicki. I'm not sure. But I would fade my Dolphins players. But as an organization, especially, you know, you look around the league. Um, you see Joe Burrow doing Joe Burrow things. And um, Herbert for the Chargers looks good. you got to see what you have in your rookies. So... Um, I think it's a good move for the Jets. Uh, let's see what this guy can do. Um, also in the news, um, Deontay Johnson, wide receiver for the Steelers, practice on what on Wednesday. Excuse me. So that's good. Um, and that's pretty much it. We'll talk more news and notes. Um, just there's one more thing. McCaffrey isn't expected uh, to play on Sunday, and he could miss multiple more or more multiple games. It just sounded weird. The coach said he won't be this week. He's not sure if he'll be this week, next week, or the week after. So if you're a McCaffrey owner and you don't have Mike Davis, I'm doing everything I can to get Mike Davis this week because um, it looks like it's a longer extended injury than we thought initially. All right, for um, waiver wire, let's start with running backs. Um, Justin Jackson was on by. He's running back for the Chargers. He looked better than Kelly and Eckler. Could be out longer than expected. 
Um, so if for some, I think he's owned a fifty percent of leagues. If Justin Jackson is available, he's my number one add this week, and he's my number one running back. Um, running backs are so hard to find right now. There's not a lot of good ones that are getting like full uh, workloads. So uh, Justin Jackson, if you're hurting for a running back, I would go all in on Justin Jackson. Oh, another thing I want to mention, I don't know what his owner percentage is, but I would look at McKinnon if he's still available. I don't see why he would be, but um, Mostert is, I think, officially out for, he's going to IR for three weeks. So um, my top two running backs, just to mention, I don't think they'll be on a lot of wires, but Jackson or McKinnon, uh, look for them first. And now we'll keep going to kind of the deeper, deeper running backs here. I'm just going to go in order, but I'm also going to mention... Jamichael Hasty, um, he's also in that running back crew, but I would put Boston Scott ahead of him. Um, Miles Sanders is out for the next two games, they said, so this Thursday and then next week. Um, so Boston Scott, he didn't look good. The season opener didn't look good when Sanders was out, but um, I believe in Boston Scott, and I would take him as my, you know, in this list, my third running back for waiver wire. Um, I'm going to throw out, now I'm going to put Jermichael Hasty number four on my list. Um, he could be the lead dog for this 45, 49ers uh, offense. And I'm going to mention one more stash. Um, LaMichael Piran, I mentioned him last week. He didn't look good last week against the Dolphins, but we got to see what happens. Um, you could do, I know it's the Jets running back. It sounds stupid. But uh, I always do an honorable mention. Someone that didn't really make my list, but someone just maybe stash. Um, if you have a bench spot, let's see what the rookie has. I think they were just playing Gore last week a little more because it was like kind of like, yo, it's your last time. And um, yeah, they played the Dolphins, you know, or kind of a revenge game. But I think next week you see a little more action for LaMichael P. Ryan. Another thing to mention, I think... Um, Tevin Coleman might be coming back this week or next, so I just want to mention Tevin Coleman. Um, just you know, I, I don't know what your guys' league looks like or who's on your wire, so I'm just going to kind of prioritize things and just throw little notes out for you guys to check on. So make sure you listen up, take a look for Tevin Coleman because that could be a great pickup. My number, I don't know if this, I think this will go against a lot of people's grain here for wide receivers, but my number one wide receiver pickup this week is Travis. Fulgham. Um, he posted another quality fantasy performance this week. And that was a stat line of 10 for 51 and 1. Sorry, 2 for 51 and 1. 10 for 157 and 1. 6 for 75 and 1 over his last three games. And his snap percentage, he's gone from 60% to 79 to 81% last week. So snap percentage keeps going up. Um, he's doing it every week. Wide receiver for the Eagles. And he plays this Thursday. My number two wide receiver, if he's available, will be Mike Williams for the Chargers. I know Justin Jackson was my number one um, running back pickup. So I'm feeling the Chargers for sure. Um, Justin Herbert has that team moving. And um, we know Keenan Allen was banged up. I know they had a bye week, but I can still see Mike Williams having a big week. So my number two wide receiver is Mike Williams. I've noticed Henry Ruggs, because of the bye week, has been dropped a lot. So I guess my number three would be Henry Ruggs. And um, like I said, I was gonna, I'm going to talk about the games tomorrow. But Christian Kirk went off. Um, it seemed like Kyler Murray wasn't feeling Isabella after he kind of missed that bomb. 
And Kirk's um, snaps um, and targets have been going up every week. I actually drafted Kirk. I thought this was going to be a breakout year for him, but he was kind of injured at the start of the season. Um, but I kind of, excuse me, I kind of see Kirk coming on here, and he's kind of like, he looks just as, no, I would say just as good um, as Hopkins, but they're, they're pretty, you know, if you can get like a 75% Hopkins off the wire, that's what I consider Kirk. Plus he has that big, uh, big play possibility where he'd go over the top and like take a long bomb to the house so um, i really like christian kirk so i'm putting him on the list um let's move on to tight ends um my number one tight end is dallas goddard i believe they've activated him um tight end for the eagles and it's i don't know if i brought this up in the news and notes but dallas um, not Dallas Goddard. Zach Ertz. Jeez, I'm trying to eat my dinner. I'm all flustered. Zach Ertz is now going to be... I don't know why they said this, like four weeks potentially. It's kind of weird. But if we remember back to the start of the season when they were both on the field, Dallas Goddard was going off and then got injured. So he's back and now Ertz is out. Um, and there's no really other wide receivers beside Fulgham. So my just just check. Maybe some of Stash or put them in the, on their IR. Um bench but if not my number one pickup this week would be dallas goddard i'm gonna go hard for him too for fab essentially i go 25 percent plus it's actually a terrible week for tight ends but i'm just gonna mention trey burton um he's averaged the 12th most fantasy points among tight ends since returning from injury three weeks ago um he continues to be a major part of this colts offense um against the Bengals, burton burton caught four passes for 58 yards and a score while also adding another touchdown on the ground um, so T.Y. Hilton's ineffectiveness is definitely helping the situation. Um, I think they're on bye this week. So it's, it's more so of a stash. If you need someone this week, I really want to mention Anthony Fris- Frisker, uh, tight end for the Titans, just because I think Jonu Smith is out. So if you're a Jonu Smith owner, you got to spend up to get this guy. And if you're just, you know, like, I have no fan to know what's going on. Evan Ingram hasn't been a very good bandit for me. I might just pick up Frisker and throw him in. Um, also, want to mention Darren Fells. I'm going to put him, Darren Fells number three. I thought he'd be a sneaky start last week. I told you guys to pick him up. I picked him up in a league. Um, he had a touchdown. And he had some decent yardage, too. I don't have it in front of me. But um, Darren Fells is my number three only if Atkins is out. So the other tight end on the, tight, uh, on the Texans. Um, if he's out, then Darren Fells is definitely a start. Just going to mention, it sounds stupid, but Teddy Bridgewater is only 45% rostered. So, I mean, he's at New Orleans. It's his old team. Um, if he's on your wire, grab him. Um, maybe check for Herbert, too. Maybe someone dropped Justin Herbert, rookie for the Chargers, because they're on by. Um, but there's not really a lot of quarterback options this week. All right, let's talk defenses this week. Um, last week, my number one pickup was the Dolphins, and they came up big for me, shutting out the Jets. And um, I guess kind of led me to my victory there. That standard league, that was all part of it. Um, so this week, I'm going to go Eagles versus the Giants. They're only 31% roster, so Eagles D versus the Giants. Danny Dimes is Danny Fumbles. Um, he's terrible. Um, uh, I like Chargers D against Jacksonville, obviously. They're only 29% rostered. Um, and let's see here. Just to mention, just check your wire because Bills were playing KC. Um, if Bills were dropped, 
I would definitely roll Bills out. They get the Jets this week, and I've been streaming against the Jets all season. It's been working out. Good luck this week on the waiver wire, folks. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk about the other two games, and we'll talk some key injuries and um, practice reports. So happy Tuesday. Make sure to get those waiver wires in. Make sure you like us on Facebook and Instagram. And subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review, five-star review maybe even. That'd be nice. Talk to ya.